ignite your best life. Yoga is the spark. You're listening to Brett Larkin on the podcast where we use yoga to ignite your dream life. Always be stretching your body, your mind, your spirit. When you come to your mat, your movement fuels your motivation. You channel your inner power. You achieve your goals. Want to deepen your yoga practice and blossom into your best self on and off the mat? Join Brett and her membership community Uplifted for monthly training plans, personalized feedback on your yoga poses, member-only videos, and the ability to download classes across every device. Hello, my friends. I'm Brett Larkin, and in this podcast episode, I wanted to give some quick tips, motivation, inspiration about really personalizing your practice and what that actually means. I think we hear a lot, you know, personalize your practice. It's like one of these terms that sometimes just gets thrown around. And I wanted to take a moment in this podcast to go under the hood of what we're talking about here. So I wanted to give you some really concrete tips on how to personalize your practice, as well as share a little bit of insight into what my personal practice is looking like these days. So at the time of recording this podcast, I am in Los Angeles, about to start my YouTube Next Up uh, YouTube award camp thing. Those of you that follow me on social media know all about what's happening with that. And point being, I'm traveling, I'm very out of my schedule. So I brought my yoga mat, I have my uplifted journal pages. Again, if you're uplifted, you know the special journal template that we have, and that's been really saving me. But as I was on the road, as I was doing my practice, it really occurred to me how little my practice looks like a normal yoga class (laughs) and how truly personalized I've made it. And I was just on my mat and I was like, I have to share this. I have to make sure people know, especially my uplifted community members know that so much of what we're doing and talking about here is beyond yoga even. It's really about intuitive movement. So let me explain what I mean by that. Today, my practice started like probably for many of you with turning on a video, right? So video is a great way to start just to get on your mat. I usually choose something that's 30 or 20 minutes if it's the morning and I'm, you know, working and have limited time. Put on the video. The video had me start in, you know, some ab stuff, uh, holding a plank pose, and then it was basically just moving into some cat-cow and a traditional yoga practice. So I did all of that, but probably into the second pose or so, I started wanting to wanting to do my own thing. And I didn't do any Surya Namaskars. I did basically lizard and then pigeon at the beginning of class, right? Just because I did a soul cycle class yesterday, which is like a spinning, hardcore biking, Hollywood phenomena. Um, So I just could really feel that my hip flexors were tight, feel that my hips were tight. And a lot of the times I think people have questions about like, well, how do you know those parts of the body are tight? Well, you start moving and you start doing yoga, like do a forward fold, for example, or I think down dogs, a great pose that can right away, if you just hold down dog, stop moving, hold it statically, it can tell you where you're tight. So I did lizard, I did pigeon, I did warrior two with some arm variations with very long holds and I think that was pretty much <laughs> pretty much it. Oh, then I did Parjvottanasana. So I, I just folded over each of my legs. Notice my hamstrings were super tight. 
spent a lot of time there. I think that's when I paused the video because I was like, I just want to hang out with my hamstrings. The configuration of my hotel room was such that I could hold the bed and hold some sort of dresser that a television is on while in the hamstring stretch. So my upper body felt suspended in air and it felt absolutely amazing on my hamstrings since I could get my upper body really long and suspended while experiencing the deep fold. That's a configuration I don't even have at home. So I stayed there a really long time because I could just feel the hamstring really was tight, needed time to open. From there, I began moving my weight forward and back and experimenting with twists. So I started putting more of my weight into the right hand that was on the thing that the TV was on and sort of spinning myself towards that and felt an amazing IT band stretch. So then it was sort of like this weird spider woman thing of like using all the furniture in my room to access really deep stretches that I happened to know my body needed. And I did that for a very long time and then I hung out on the second side as well. Been wearing flip-flops, something that's also I'm not used to. In Los Angeles, you wear flip-flops. We're in San Francisco where I live, it's freezing and you never do. So my ankles were also, I could feel a lot of instability and soreness in the ankle joint, also just from walking on the beach, just a lot of atypical movements. So for that, I did a forward fold, um, wide-legged forward fold with my toes turned dramatically inward and a like, pigeon toed in order to get a stretch on the outer ankles. And then I, that was my practice, right? So traditional yoga sequencing would say that like, well, was that even a yoga class? I guess is a question I'd pose to the group. So you can comment below this podcast or you can let me know in our private Facebook group, yoga hacks community, yoga, H-A-C-K-S community.com or in the uplifted group. Like what's the definition of a yoga class? Was that a yoga class? I didn't do Surya Namaskar A. I didn't do a single sun salute, actually. I did do Down Dog and Warrior Two, but after those poses, it was pretty much intuitive stretching with furniture. And how you can do this too, if you're interested, you might be like, that doesn't sound like a yoga class, I have no interest in this. If you are interested and you know are thinking, wow, that sounds like a really deep connection with your own body and really kind of figuring out what you need and really using your practice in a way that best suits you in every moment, which is what I think it is, so I can best move through this really busy day ahead of me. Um, How you can do this is come to your mat, put on a video perhaps, start doing the practice. But the minute you feel something, like you wanna hang out in a forward fold a little extra, or for me like that, Parsvottanasana, like right when I got there, I was like, I want to stay here. Listen to that and pause the video and then forget about finishing the video. If it's not like, who cares? Just let it go and start listening to your own body and then getting curious. So the number one way to tapping back into some concrete tips for you here, the number one way to feel and, and sort of get in touch with the super personalized practice is to start with something you know, but be open and listening for where your body wants to hang out. So start with child's pose, start with cat cow, start with down dog, start doing a practice, but then be willing to shift. It's sort of like get in your car, right? But then, and get in your car and follow the GPS enough to get out of your driveway of your house and to like a main road, right? But then don't follow the GPS all the way to you know, the grocery store or wherever it's like telling you to go. Start a class, 
get going, right? Get the engine going, get out of your neighborhood, but then be willing to completely adjust and listen to what your body is telling you and just turn that GPS off. Don't listen, pause the video, do your own thing. So that's tip number one, because I think if you just come to your mat, even for me and are just like, I'm going to do intuitive movement, it's kind of hard, right? You need that. You need that first step. Tip number two is to experiment with your weight. So a really great way to find juicy places to hold is to come into traditional yoga poses, you know, like one foot forward, one foot back and folding over your leg or like a wide-legged forward fold and, or like any lizard, right? And start moving your weight forward and back and then moving your weight side to side and gripping down onto the mat through different angles of your foot. All of this is going to help you find those juicy special areas that are just your areas that you need to stretch that are very unique. So it's like coming into traditional yoga pose, but then adding these experimental micro movements forward and back, side to side, so you can be like, hmm, that's interesting. Ooh, that's also interesting, right? Um, and then, you know, this is like tip 2.5 is maybe to add twists, right? So I mentioned that when I was in one leg forward, one leg back, just folding forward, simple hamstring stretch. I started twisting to the right, like I was coming into revolve triangle, but I didn't really care about coming into revolve triangle. I was just using the table to sort of support me and pressing my weight through different angles in my foot. And I found the most amazing IT band stretch. So I never would have found that just doing a typical yoga class. I don't think I even would have found that just coming into revolved triangle because I would have been thinking about the form and shape of revolved triangle while in this, I was just thinking about the hamstring stretch. I didn't really care what anything else looked like. I guess that's the difference, right? And very magical. So you want to start moving your weight forward and back, side to side, and adding twists. Again, this is only if you want to experience this kind of intuitive stretching that, again, I think it's up for debate whether this could be called what I did this morning, yoga or not. Tip number three is that you then want to hold, you guessed it, hold, stay there, stay there a long time. So intuitive movement like this, I think really works the best when you then decide to stay. And this ties into my favorite topic. You guessed it, myofascial release, right? The fascia takes a long time to open. The body takes a long time to unwind. So much more information on this coming in yoga teacher training. Those of you that are signed up, if you want info, go to brettlarkin.com forward slash train. But fascia moves slow. It needs three to five minutes to open. And sometimes I just know for me, it is so much more beneficial than flying through a bunch of sun salutations if my hamstrings feel tight to spend maybe 10 minutes on my hamstrings. And that means five minutes in forward fold variations, hamstrings on the left, five minutes forward fold variations, hamstrings on the right. That long amount of time just on the hamstrings, doing whatever I feel like I need to do to get into them, to ease them, to breathe into them, to really feel a transformation from when I went into the pose to when I come out. Because so how often in a faster paced yoga class do you, you know, fold into something like a hamstring stretch and you're like, wow, that feels so juicy <gasps> and we're on to the next thing. And then you pop out of it, right? So one of my favorite things about practicing this way 
is that you get to give yourself that extra time, that extra love and attention to really just say, hey, I am focusing 100% on this and I'm really going to give the fascia in my leg or my hip or wherever the full three to five minutes it needs to unwind, aka rehydrate and melt. Scientifically proven, your fascia rehydrating is the same as, as what And there's videos of this that we can look at in yoga teacher training, but you'll actually see the fascia rehydrate, right? And, um, you know, the, 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 the web of the fascia shift and change that has to happen over the course of three to five minutes. It can't happen in less time. So give yourself permission to take time in your personal practice to hang out in your really juicy spots. And ultimately, this is how you're going to advance your yoga practice. If you want to know, how do I get my hips looser (laughs) you know how do i get my hamstrings to be more flexible this is the answer because what's so frustrating to me about yoga and fitness in the world today is that we're bombarded with ads and programs that it's like if you do this program you will get this result and once again that is a linear approach which is lovely right like everyone needs to start somewhere that's great you know, doing a training plan, doing a program is wonderful, but like I can't tell you how to get your hips more open or how to open your hamstrings more. You need to go in and figure out what your unique spots are that are tight and have a relationship with that area and be patient and figure it out. (laughs) It's, It's like I can prep you for the math test, I can tutor you, We can do practice tests together all the time, but at the end of the day, your tightness is a problem that only you can solve by going inward and breathing and spending a lot of time there. And in my opinion, integrating myofascial release because otherwise I don't think true flexibility is ever really, really going to happen. And by integrating myofascial release, I mean like kind of like yin yoga, spending that extra time in the stretches where you're adjusting and going in. So instead of worrying about having an advanced yoga practice, I wish you would instead worry, how good is my inner dialogue and intuition about what's happening in my body? Because once you hone that skill of being able to be in a pose and start micro-adjusting and figuring out how to make it better for you, right? How to micro-adjust to make it more interesting for your hips, to find that juicy spot in the hip, to be like, oh my gosh, this is the spot, and you're in like some weird kind of half twist, and then to be able to breathe there and stay there three to five minutes. That's the magic. And no teacher, myself included, can tell you that or walk you into that space, even if they're standing in the room with you, because they're not inside your body. (laughs) When I do hands-on myofascial release therapy on a massage table, I mean, I do have intuition and I can tell, you know, I can give hints, right? Like breathe into this area, do this. But again, if the patient, the client is not willing, is not tuned in, the progress happens very slowly. Where I've had people or friends of mine, one friend of mine in particular comes to mind. She really knows how to breathe into her body. Her session, she's just like opening up like this, like crazy because she's in charge. She knows what to do. There's a voice and relationship cultivated there. So please, if there's one takeaway from this very ranty podcast, (laughs) and I'm sorry for that, but it's to really start cultivating the voice and relationship you have with your body. How much 
Can you go inward and figure out what's going on? And that doesn't mean don't attend group classes. And that doesn't mean don't do all the videos. It just means I'd love it if once a week or when you're traveling or if you really have flexibility goals or strengthening goals that you are actively trying to achieve to stop worrying so much about finding the right program and finding the right class and finding the right just like thing to throw your money at. And instead, closing your eyes when you practice. That's another, let's add that as tip number four, close your eyes. <laughs> close your eyes and try to start feeling into what's happening in a really unique way. And I've been talking about this in terms of flexibility, but this is completely true for strength training as well. Right? How many times have you maybe had a moment where you're like, oh, I finally feel my low abs. And then it's like the teacher says the next thing and you move on. Right? Stay in that. Stay in that when you feel it. Stay in it as long as you can to like imprint it onto your brain. Um, you know, when I took the Soul Cycle class yesterday, great example. I don't bike very often. I was probably one of the worst in the class. It's not an exercise I do at all. But the teacher said a couple things that helped me feel my low abs while on the bike. And I was so excited and I just sort of stayed there and like held my abs in more and was just having my own experience of being really connected with that area of the body. Because it was like, oh, cool, I turned my deepest abs on by myself in this class, in a biking class. This is so cool. So I was just feeling that, feeling that, feeling that. And, you know, I think she started instructing other stuff, but I was just like, whoa, this is awesome. And, and was sucking and hugging my abs in for some extra time, right? So this can be with strength or with flexibility. You need to find those little inner muscles. You need to go inward. You need to listen to your intuition. And if you're like, how do I listen to my intuition with my body? I gave three tips. I gave four actually, right? It's like, start doing something, start moving, move forward and back, move side to side, twist, so AKA experiment. Number three, hold, stay there three to five minutes, much longer than you want to, set a timer if necessary. Four, and you know you should do this from the very beginning, close your eyes, all right? So I hope this podcast was helpful or maybe gave you some ideas on how you can personalize your practice. I'd love your thoughts on whether you think this kind of work is yoga with air quotes or not. I think that's fun, a fun, interesting discussion. So maybe we can have it as a community call in Uplifted or just let me know in either of the private Facebook groups what your thoughts are. And so much love from my heart to yours. Namaste. This episode was brought to you by Uplifted. Try Brett's membership community for people who want to enrich their life through yoga for free at brettlarkin.com uplifted. Yoga obsessed? Join Brett for yoga teacher training at brettlarkin.com slash train. And don't forget to give back. Like this podcast, leave a rating or review. Share this with someone you love. Remember, now is the time to dedicate yourself to what matters most. Our yoga together can ignite your destiny. Until next time, this is Brett Larkin. Always come to your mat Always be stretching your body, your mind, your soul. From my heart to yours, namaste.